Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. The Rugby Run, Ricardo Ball, Justin Marshall with you and joining us out of Queensland is uh, former Wallaby great Tim Horan. G'day, Tim. How are you doing? G'day, guys. Nice to be on the show. Yeah, thanks for coming on, mate. I trust you and the family are, are safe after the terrible flooding that you guys have had? Yeah, it's been a pretty um, ordinary week for obviously everyone around southeast Queensland, also northern New South Wales, but a year in Brisbane, you know, second biggest flood in sort of 10, 12 years and... Yeah, we were lucky. We sort of our house we suddenly sold about three months ago. It was close to the river, but unfortunately put a fair bit of our stuff in storage. Had rugby jerseys and memorabilia and bits and pieces, but um, you know we saved about seventy percent of it, so it wasn't too bad. And a lot better than you know a lot of people around the area. It's uh, been pretty devastating. Yeah, see, it sounds like it, mate. The pictures have been uh, horrific, but glad to hear that you guys are uh, are all well and good, mate. And, and much like your your Queensland Reds, I mean, uh, last week on uh, the week leading up to this game away in Perth against the Force, the way they'd started and the fact you were going there without Angus Scott Young or, or Tate McDermott, I to be fair, mate, I lost a little bit on back in the Force in this one. Um, were you surprised that they managed to get up despite all that adversity? Oh, I think what they and James O'Connor said this after the game, and what you know, what a match he played, and sort of so much leadership that he showed at fly half. But you know, he wanted to do it for all the Queenslanders. It was been a pretty tough week. I think the Reds only had two training sessions; they couldn't find a ground that hadn't been flooded. So, of course, Ballymore was about where they usually train was about two feet underwater. So um, they had two training sessions. They took about ten hours to get to Perth because the flight was delayed. But you know, I think all those things are just part and parcel of, of professional sport these days. And yeah, great job. Um, three from three now, same as the Brumbies, of course, last night. Um, they had a good win over the Waratahs. So both those teams, the Brumbies and the Reds, from our point of view, are um, you know tracking pretty nicely. Hey, Timmy, Marshy here. Um, yeah, obviously thinking about you guys over there and uh, good to hear that the majority of what you and your family have got has been, been salvaged, um, which is really good to hear. Um, just on the lighter side of things, mate, this is probably around about the time you would mind there being a test match, test match in Invercargill. You guys over there in Australia, I think I've seen you playing three rounds of rugby in the rain. You'd be you'd be <laughs> outstanding over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It'd be fantastic. But I think, well, Marcy, probably this time 11 years ago, you and I were playing against each other in that classic Wallabies, classic All Blacks match oh. for... Not only not only the flood, but also for the earthquake in Christchurch. I don't think I've, I, my hamstrings haven't recovered after that match ten years ago. <laughs> there, that was great, mate. The only thing that was getting flooded that day was the bar. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, look. Uh, initially, sort of, what have you made, and your, have it been your impressions of uh, the way that the Australian teams are playing, and and, and the intensity of the competition? There, obviously, the the Indrua have been introduced. Um, the Brumbies and the Reds. You've mentioned have been quite strong. The Waratahs look not bad as well, do you think? Yeah, I think they've been pretty good, Marshy. I think um, that new coach, Darren Coleman, he was coaching in LA, and, of course, they won that 
the US competition last year. But he also done a lot of different clubs in Sydney and won a couple of premierships there. So he's he's come up through the ranks. He's a um, a, a coach who wants to play a bit of a different style of game, and but they're really fit in the fours. They're very physical. So. You know, the game last night in Canberra, you know, they're only seven points behind in the end for the Waratahs. And that that game last year, they lost by 60 points. So they've come a really long way with their culture. And, yeah, they they look good. Um, I'm also, you know, Marsh, and you probably see it as well, we're just a bit careful here in Australia not to, you know, sometimes you get a little bit of fool's goal with the way we play early on before we play any Kiwi team. So we know the competition... I think it's round 10, which is the super round down in Melbourne. We know that's coming, but we've got to prepare ourselves and, and try and get ahead, and you know, especially the, the Brumbies and the Reds, to try and win these, as many matches as you can so that when you come up against the Kiwi teams, it's uh, going to be a tough ask. What have you made of the, the midfielders so far? Obviously, it's a heavily sort of contested, but also, I would have thought, reasonably vacant. Position uh, in the in the Wallabies setup. Um, obviously, your areas of expertise in particular is twelve. Um, and and again, the, Dave Rennie's probably going to have this conundrum of Quade Cooper coming back. Man, I thought James Connor was arguably in, in, in both New Zealand and Australia the, the player of the round. Like far out, he was good. What what's your impressions of the midfield and the, I, I guess the selection issues that later in the year Dave Rennie's going to face in, in that, those positions. Yeah, Marsh, I think there's like there's so many players to pick from and you just got to try and get the right combination. Um, you've got Hunter Paisami, of course, is um, back with the Reds now playing after injuring his knee. Um, he's been in you know, OK form. Um, you look at Jordan Pattaya, who's on the wing. Do you play him at centres? And then you've got guys at the Brummers, you know, Lenicky Tower, you've got um, Fichetti. So you've got all these players, Isaiah Parisi. So you've got all these players who are playing some good footy, but... As you and I know, mate, you've got to get that combination right. Where it's you know like the Frank Bunce and Little, and going back to Craig Innes, and all those sort of players had combinations. And so I think Dave Rennie, he knows that he's got to try and probably pick and stick a, a 10, 12, 13 combination that can take you through this year and then into next year towards the World Cup. What about looking from afar? You mentioned it earlier. Uh, you, know, you don't like to premeditate what's going to happen in round ten, but What's been your impressions of of the New Zealand games that you've managed to see? What uh, in terms of the the, the level, the skill set? Um, obviously, we've got Moana Pacifica that was introduced the other night, who were pretty tidy against a slightly understrength Crusaders team. But in general, you know, there's a big blues train over here, mate. If you want to get on, you want to get a carriage. Um, so, <laughs> what's been your impressions of our sides? Yeah, they've been brilliant, haven't they? And and all sides there, they you know the the brand of rugby that you play and the fitness levels. You, you usually and you've seen it, you know, you were part of it in the Crusaders early in the year. Crusaders usually take four or five rounds to get their fitness up and get into the competition. But I think all teams in New Zealand, for all the games that I've seen, have, have jumped out of the blocks pretty nicely. Even the, you know, what a cracking game that was last week. It was one of the best games we've seen for a couple of years. The the Blues and the Hurricanes, um, at that level of match was, was incredible. So... Yeah, I like the Blues. Tuvashi Shek, we're obviously watching him very closely over here in Australia. Of course, we've seen him a lot with um, the NRL. So, And he looks to have been you know, pretty sharp. I actually thought Rashi might have been more of a player at 15 rather than at 12, but uh, I thought he was very good. 
Yeah, I, I think he's uh, he's been going great. I think he surprised a few. We had Razor on uh, the, uh, the the Crusaders show we do um, and asked him about that before the, the, the season kicked off, uh, Tim, and he said he would have played him at 14 probably and then uh, then brought him in, you know, after he learned the game. But uh, it, seems to have got, it seems to have worked reasonably well. I wanted to ask you about a guy that we saw a bit of last season uh, and he seemed to lose his confidence and I think he seemed to lose the confidence of the coach too and that's uh, Noah uh, Lolesio. Uh, he's obviously bit the starting for the Brumbies at 10. Uh, how much do you, does it look like he's learnt from last year and do you expect him to be in the shake-up for the Wallabies 10 jersey again this year? Yeah, definitely. I think you know, it's just time in the saddle, isn't it? Like We can all you know, be, be in the cricket nets for as long as we like, but you've got to spend time in the middle and he needs to do that week in, week out. Uh, there was a few little areas that Dave Rennie wanted him to approve on. I think, he, I think he's played eight test matches and five of those are against the All Blacks. So it's a Pretty big start to your career. Um, he's got a little bit bigger. He's put on two or three kilos in the off-season. I think he's carrying the ball a little bit more because that defensive line, as we've seen now, is pretty hard to break. So, yeah, I think there's going to be talk. Um, as much as I'm a Quade Cooper fan, I, I just think Quade did his job last year. I don't see any reason to bring him back this year. Um, I think that we need to look at the World Cup, and the World Cup's, what was it, 18, 20 months away, Quaid now, I think, 34 or 35. James O'Connor, 33. So James O'Connor will definitely feature in the World Cup. Uh, but I think we need to bring these younger kids through now. Lolisiu and um, Ben Donaldson. There's uh, Pasatawa, uh, the fly half from the Western Force. Big raps on him as a 20-year-old. So it's going to be difficult, but we need to start with Dave Rennie. He needs to start picking his side that he wants to play at the World Cup. Hey, what have you made of the um, scrums so far, Timmy? No, no, no. I'm taking uh, the I don't really take much notice of the scrums. Actually, quite seriously, Marshy, the, the, the Waratahs front row have been very good the last couple of weeks. Um, they struggled a little bit last night against the Brumbies. Um, but we've got some really good stocks in the front row now here in Australia. And you look back five, seven years ago, and you know most international teams were trying to take on the Wallabies at scrum time. But I think we've got a couple of really good front rowers to choose from so um, they're probably the only position we're struggling a bit with depth is in the second row um, you know a few we've got a couple of players playing offshore in, in Rory Arnold and those sort of guys so we're Skelton so we're a bit short a bit light on in the second row and um, not sure if you guys have seen now we're able to pick three players each tournament off from yep. offshore if you've played 30 test matches so that'll be interesting to see if Dave Rennie won if he needs that certainly Samu Karevi's going to be one and then he's got two other options if he needs them. Oh, well, consider me very impressed by your your front row and, in fact, your forward knowledge to me. Mate, thank you so much for joining us. I know you're having a tough time up there at the moment. Uh, we're thinking of you. We'll have a beer for you. No doubt you have a one for us, and we'll catch up uh, catch up again soon. Thanks for being on the show, mate. Thanks, Marshy. Thanks, guys. Um, good to good catch up. And, Marshy, can you just write a letter to your PM and tell her to maybe open up the borders so I can come across and do that bit of duck hunting with you and Posty one day? No doubt, mate. I'll, I'll get it organised. I'll send her a private message and um, get you sorted. So uh, get yourself prepared. <laughs> Good on you guys. Nice to chat. Yeah. If any, if anyone can get you an audience with uh, the PM, it's Justin Marshall, the uh, unofficial mayor of Queenstown. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.